This chazor is a chenish b'ach ches b'shvag v'am yehudim zechus b'ba kam dafayin test. Zok the mishnah: If the ganav steals the animal in the rishus of the owner and shechs or sells it out of his rishus, or if he steals it out of his rishus and shechs or sells it in his rishus, or if he steals it and shechs or sells it out of his rishus, he's chayiv to pay dalvei. However, if he steals and shechs or sells it all in the rishus of the owner, he's potter. Mishnah continues: If the animal died in the rishus of the owner as the ganav was pulling it and trying to take it out of his rishus, he's potter from paying anything. If he picked up the animal while in the owner's rishus, or if he dragged it out of the owner's rishus and then the animal died, he's chayiv. Zok the mishnah vayta: If he gave the animal to a coin to redeem his Bechar son. He told the, in other words, he told the coin, take it uh, before before he even removed it out of the owner's shoes. He told the coin, take it, and um, and then the, the coin went ahead and lifted it or took it out of his shoes. Or he gave it to a creditor as payment, or to a Shemachinam, or to a borrower, or a Shemachinam, or to a renter. And this person, meaning the coin or the creditor, the Shemachinam, was pulling it out of the shoes of the owner and it died before leaving their shoes. The Gan of his potter, if the person picked up the animal or if he removed it from the shoes and it then died, the Gan of his chayv. Zach the Gemara Mamer asked, did the Rabbani institute the need for Meshicha? For a shaman to become responsible, or is that only instituted for a Kenyan upon sale? So Rabbi Yemar said, in uh, our Mishnah said, if the Ganav gave the animal to a shaman and they began pulling it, but it died before it left the Rishus of the owner, he's potter. We see that even a shaman needs Mashiach in order to be kind as a shaman. I may said that's not what the Mishnah means. The Mishnah is referring to where the owner gave the animal to a shaman and the Ganav then began pulling it out of the shaman's Rishus. In fact, the Mishnah already taught the halach of a Ganav who begins pulling the animal from the Rishus of the owner. So why is he mentioning it again? Well, it mentions the case of where he pulled it from the owner, and then he mentions the case where he pulls it from the Shomer. Rashi, that can't be correct. Why would we even think that there's a difference between a Ganav who pulls it from the owner or one who pulls it from the Shomer? Rather, the case must be as we said originally, where the Shomer began pulling it from the Rishus of the owner and we see from here that Meshicha was instituted for a Shomer as well, Shmamino. We find that Rabbi Lazar also says that Meshicha was also instituted for a Shomer. Bryce says this as well and then adds, just as land is acquired with money, Shtar or Chazaka, so too a rental is acquired with money, Shtar or Chazaka. What type of rental is the Bryce referring to? It can't be a rental of movable items because that can't be acquired with Shtar. Instead, it refers to a rental of land. Zakhting Rabbi Lazar said if people saw a person hiding in the forest to steal pasturing animals and he then shechted or sold one of the animals, he's chayv to pay dalad v'hei. Fekmer, but he didn't do Meshicha, so he was never kainer. Because said the case is where he hit the animal with a stick and made it move. Fekmer, if people saw him, He's a Gazan, not a Ganav, so why would be Chayim Dalad Vehei, which is only for a Ganav? But it says, since he hid from them, he's considered to be a Ganav. Why, what would be the case of a Gazan? But what said, if someone, it's someone like Benyo Ben Yoyada, who openly stole a spear from a Mitzri's hand, as is told by a Pasuk. It's, it's like the people of Shechem, who the Pasuk tells us would lie in ambush and wait for passersby and confront them and rob them. Ravahu doesn't bring the Pasuk of Shechem because he holds they were hiding and therefore they were Ganav. And Rabbi Yechanan says that they were only hiding so that people not avoid them, not out of, not out of fear. A bride says, Tamidim asked why is it the Ganav is punished more stringently than a Gazan? He told him it's because the Gazan at least treated Hashem like people and that he showed no fear of either. The Ganav was worse and that he feared people but not to not fear Hashem. Rabbeinus gave a marshal of two people who each made a party. One invited all regular people but not the royal family, and one invited nobody at all. Obviously, the first person will be punished more severely. Rabbeinus said, Look how great the value of work is. An ox that when we, and he's stolen, he's prevented from working, so the Ganav has to pay five times. Whereas a sheep which doesn't do work, the Ganav only has to pay four times. Rabbeinus said, Look how great Hashem values human dignity. When a Ganav steals an ox, it walks on its own. Therefore, he has to pay five times its value. However, when he steals a sheep, he has to be embarrassed by carrying the sheep on his shoulders. Therefore, he only has to pay back four times its value. Zakh the Mishnah may not raise small behemoths in Eretz Yisrael because they go and feed off of other people's fields, but they may be raised in Surya and in the wilderness of Eretz Yisrael. We may not, we may not raise chickens in Yisraelim because of the kudshim that is eaten there. Chickens poke at the garbage and maybe bring out a lentil-sized piece of a share to make the kudshim tummy. Kahana may not raise chickens anywhere in Eretz Yisrael because of the truma that they eat. Mishnah continues. May not raise pigs anywhere, and one who uh, one may not raise a dog unless it's tied to a leash. 
Finally, the Mishnah says we may not spray nets to catch doves unless it's distant 30 wrists from the inhabited areas. Zakhnu Rabbi says we may not raise small behemoths in Eretz Yisrael, but we may raise them in the forests of Eretz Yisrael. In Syria, they may even be raised in the, in the inhabited areas, and certainly this holds true for Chutzlaret. Another Rabbi says we may not raise small behemoths in Eretz Yisrael, but we may raise them in the desert of Yehuda and in the Akko border. Even though we said these small animals may not be raised, we may raise large animals because we don't make a gzair on the people unless most people could live by it. Therefore, small animals which can be imported to Eretz Yisrael we don't allow it to be raised in Eretz Yisrael. Large animals which are not easily imported and are needed to work the fields, etc., may be raised in Eretz Yisrael. Even though they said that we do not raise small animals in Eretz Yisrael, we may keep them for 30 days before Yom Tif and 30 days before a wedding, as long as he doesn't keep the animals for the full 30 days when they were taken beyond the Yom Tif for the wedding. The Gemara explains by the end of Yom Tif, all animals must be used, even if they were bought less than 30 days prior to the end of Yom Tif. The Bryce concludes that butcher may buy small animals and shech them, or even hold them for up to 30 days until the market day. However, he may not hold them beyond the market day without shechting them.